0: we hear the uh, the wind A stormy day so the wind and the rain come blowing in we can hear them around the temple in our ordinary everyday way of thinking you say, I'm in the temple, I hear the, the wind blowing outside, I'm in here, that's the world out there, this is our ordinary samuti sacha, our uh, everyday conventional truth. But where does hearing happen? The perceptions of the the temple, the sound of this voice, where does it happen? The world is composed of seeing, hearing, smelling, tasting, touching, thinking, remembering, imagining, We don't experience the world. We experience this mind's version of the world. It builds up a picture, a best guess. Out of seeing, hearing, smelling, tasting, touching, thinking, the mind makes a best guess of what's happening, puts it all together uses memory and language and says Friday morning in the temple, group practice period, the wind is blowing, The stormy autumn day, the mind paints a picture. Well, the Buddha's encouragement is for us to recognize this is the mind's creation, the mind's interpretation, representation of the way things are. Eye consciousness, ear consciousness, nose, tongue, body, mind consciousness. Different patterns of experience arising, taking shape, dissolving. That's the world. That's the only world any of us have ever known. Whatever country, Whatever language, whatever family, whatever experience, painful, pleasant, neutral, all of it, for every single one of us, has been built up of seeing, hearing, smelling, tasting, touching, thinking, feeling, remembering, imagining, the patterns of emotion and instinct, loving, hating, fearing, gaining, These are all patterns of consciousness. Chakku vinyana, sota vinyana, gana vinyana, mano vinyana, kaya vinyana, jiva vinyana. Just sparks firing off in our, in our brain, creating the experiential field that's the world. The Buddha made this very clear, that, that whereby one is a perceiver of the world and a conceiver of the world, that is called the world in this Dhamma and discipline. And what is it whereby one is a perceiver and a conceiver of the world? Lokasani, lokamani, the eye, the ear, the nose, the tongue, the body, the mind. And when this is consciously appreciated, then we can say, yes, the the wind is blowing round the temple, I can hear it. The rain is outside. The air is warm and dry inside. But the mind recognizes these are samuti-sacca, conventional truths. This is this mind's version of the world. The world happens here. It's built up, created, formed right here. The world is in the mind. Doesn't mean to say that there aren't laws of nature, there aren't skillful and unskillful actions. The laws of karma and its results, and the, the way the four elements work with each other, that persists. That's the way that the natural order functions. But, what we know of it is built up out of seeing, hearing, smelling, tasting, touching, thinking, remembering, imagining. It happens here. So all each of us knows is this mind's version of the world, so it's no surprise that this version of the world doesn't always match with somebody else's version of the world. This gives us an appreciation, a respect for the experience of other beings. We don't assume that our version of the world is the same as everyone else's. It helps to feed a quality of humility, respectfulness. Why should my version of the world be the one real one? If some other being has a different perspective, what makes mine real and theirs not? Why should I have the monopoly on what is real? It's ridiculous. It's just this perspective from this conditioning, this language, this memory, this particular point of view. So this helps the heart to take a much lighter view of these perceptions. It doesn't take our opinions so seriously. Just because we think something doesn't mean it's true. It's because we call something beautiful or ugly. What's that got to do with anything real? It's just a perspective, a conditioned point of view, that's all. Just because we have an emotion of loving or hating or fearing or hoping, wanting, regretting, longing, delighting, so, it's just a pattern of consciousness. don't have to make anything out of it. don't have to see it as something solid or permanent or personal. It's just a pattern of experience arising, doing its thing, fading away. And changing the perspective in this way helps the heart to see this whole field of experience in a much less personal way. Learning not to take this life personally. Feelings of hoping and fearing, wanting, resenting, loving, hating, it all feel so personal. My life, my story, my body, my feelings, my health, my problems, my stuff my job, seems so real, so solid, so important. When we recognize the conditioned, empty nature of these patterns of the world, patterns of experience, then it can all be taken much less personally. This is just delighting, fearing, hoping. A bitter taste, a sweet taste, that's all. The mind doesn't have to add anything to it. It doesn't have to create a self. There's no eye-making and mind-making around it. No self-creation. And the world gets a lot more spacious, a lot more easeful. This is a challenge for all of us, watching those flow through the mind, those thoughts and memories, ideas, plans, responsibilities, loves and hates. It feels so real, so personal. But if the perspective is changed, training the heart not to to take things personally. Notice the difference. To mindfully meet the flow of impressions, the judgments of, I've got a problem, I've got a plan, I like, I hate, I want, I don't want. I remember. I'm going to mindfully meeting all those impulses, those judgments, moment by moment, minute by minute, hour by hour, mindfully meeting, receiving those judgments, and being aware of oh, this is the mind calling this beautiful. Here's the mind calling this ugly. Saying this doesn't belong. Here's the mind creating wrongness. It perceives a taste. It says, Ugh. Bad taste, awful. Sees a flower. Beautiful or doesn't belong. Wrong place. Creating rightness, wrongness beauty, ugliness, it's as a recognition that the mind is creating a judgment. It's not, uh, again, denying the laws of nature. You're not pretending that a, uh, a rotten flower, a dead flower is actually alive and fresh. But it's recognizing, oh, here's the mind saying, this doesn't belong. Should be this way, should be that shouldn't be that way. This is beautiful, that's ugly. This is good, that's bad. This is mine, this is yours. The more that there can be the recognition that these are simply judgments, simply determinations, perceptions determined into existence, something that the mind is adding to the moment. There's a freeing of the heart. Ilmapo would encourage these very simple practices to question whenever the mind makes a judgment Is that so? This is wonderful. Is that so? This is a disaster. Is that so? This is great. Is that so? Simply hearing these words, how does that resonate in the heart? When we hear those words, it can remind us, oh yeah, of course. Even as we're hearing it and we're thinking, this is great, is that so? Just noticing how much more space there is in the heart. as a quality of relaxation and naturalness and ease that's present when that empty nature of judgments is recognized. This is just what I wanted, so. This is exactly what I didn't want, so. Notice the change, just hearing those words. The heart shifts as a movement a change of attitude. There's a a natural recognition of, oh, of course, aha, yes, that's right. A non-verbal, non-conceptual wisdom that arises. Trust that, get to know that, develop that. That very wisdom, this is the the Buddha wisdom, a quality of awakened awareness itself. This is the refuge, the Buddha refuge. That can be trusted, reliable, always available if we remember. The challenge is to develop that, to keep bringing that to mind, actualizing that perspective moment by moment, hour by hour, day by day, then we can directly know the results of that. as a quality of security, clarity, simplicity, a quiet normality that's completely independent of conditions, independent of beauty or ugliness, liking, disliking, comfort, discomfort, that ease in the heart is unshakable, independent, reliable.